Hi, welcome to All Over the Map. Um, I'm Veronique Godfan. And I'm Paige Connor Totaro. And this is our first episode. Uh, we hope to be able to bring you some travel news, travel inspiration, maybe some travel stories. Um, we're going to start with a quandary that comes from um, Paige, actually. I am in a quandary. <laughs> And the question is, where do you go for spring break with four teenage girls on a budget? And it has to be a warm weather destination. So we started, of course, we're a little bit late in our planning, but we started by looking at some cheap flights to the Caribbean, because there have been some. There, there have been some great deals on Norwegian Air, um, they've got new, new routes to Martinique and Guadeloupe, uh, but there are also often good fares to Cancun and to Puerto Rico. Um, but of course, I'm looking in the beginning of January for a trip in March and uh, a trip at a very popular time to travel. So a lot of those fares are sold out. Um, so then looking at those airfares, which are all hovering around $500 round trip, uh, whereas in low season you might be able to find them for about $250 uh, or even less. Um, so it, it becomes less cost effective for taking a group of six people down there. So I asked Vero for her thoughts on this. Well, I was thinking about my own uh, teenageness teenage them and what I would have liked to do and that probably involved for me spending some time away from my parents while on what? vacation <laughs> and which got us thinking about um, places where you could do that safely and where parents could actually get a good night's sleep without having to worry that the girls are running amok all night long. Right. And this came up because my, my first thought was, oh, let's go to Miami Beach. I haven't been there since I was a kid. And it's changed a little bit since Yeah, I was there. a little bit. So besides going to clubs and being hungover, um, what? <laughs> there's really maybe not a whole lot for teens to do there, is what we came to that conclusion. So, and this will shock you, but the next thought that I had was, why don't you go on a cruise, which... Yeah, that shocked me. <laughs> I'm still shocked. Is the last thing I thought would ever come out of my mouth. But <laughs> when you consider that you're not paying for airfare and that you have a contained area for the girls to be in, um, you might be able to get a night's sleep, good night's sleep knowing that they really can't go beyond the boat. Right. Um, it started to look pretty good. Yeah, it sounded not not awful to me. I'll be honest. I it, it generally the idea of a cruise is kind of abhorrent to me. I just don't like the idea of being stuck on a boat with a lot of people that I don't know, um, and not really getting to experience the destination where I'm going. You know, uh, except in the company of you know a thousand other people who get off the boat at the same time. So. Um, but in this particular situation, I thought, you know, this might actually make sense for this particular group at this particular time. 
Um, until, of course, I came home and asked my kids. And uh, I have one, one daughter who suffers from some anxieties, and, and one of them has to do with, with um, people getting sick. So first thing she thought of was all the people that might be seasick on a cruise. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't really assuage her fears on this. Um, I would, uh, maybe someone else could, could uh, enlighten me, but I'm pretty sure that is a risk, mm-hmm. even on a giant ship. Um, so from there, we moved on to looking at some uh, discount vacation websites like Cheap Caribbean. Um, last, well, I had looked at last-minute cruises before, but um, but when you're still when you're talking about six people, um, it's not that cheap anymore. Even if you get a nice, attractive package that includes flight and and a hotel. Um, we just decided that was still going to be a little too much for us to deal with. So um, we're now back to looking at driving road trip <laughs> to Florida. Um, so we are still looking for um, a place that is not too resorty, but um, also has a nice beach and maybe some things to do. Um, that we could feel comfortable letting our kids roam around a little bit but not too far. Um, so we haven't really settled on a destination yet. But we will keep you posted when um, the final decision's been made, and then we can let you know how that went. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to, we've been noticing the usual lists of um, where to go in 2016. And we thought we'd give you some of our thoughts on that and also some of the places where we actually are going. Um, So I will start with a trip that I just booked using Miles to go to the Yucatan with my husband. I'm very excited about. no children? With no children. And we have been there before with children. And I was pregnant and had two children. So very different trip. So we're hoping to do a lot more eating. I was very restricted um, about eating the last time I went because my doctor didn't really feel like I should eat anything while I was pregnant. So so very excited about going and actually eating, seeing some ruins, and going to Tulum for the first time because we didn't make it there. Um, You will love it. I mean, at least looking at that clear blue water from... The ruins at Tulum is just amazing. But remember to bring your bathing suits. Yes. Because you will want to get in the water there. (laughs) I did not. That's why I'm telling you. Oh, thank you for that. Please remember to bring your bathing suit so you're not standing on the the beach. Sweating. Sweating, Mm -hmm. wishing you were in the water. Um, So my next big trip is um, going with my sister and my mother to Banff, in Western Canada in uh, later in the spring. Um, we're kind of excited. It'll be shoulder season, I guess, so it's not high tourist season uh, for winter or summer activities, but I think the weather will still be nice enough for us to go on some short hikes and just see the beauty around there. It's a trip my mom has wanted to take for a long time, or so we thought, until we presented her with the trip, and she said, oh, I just like the way it sounds. I just like the word. Banff. Banff. 
It has oh, two no. outs, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> that, that should make for a good story. Um, and then in June, I am taking a group to Italy to see an installation by the artist Christo um, in one of the northern lakes, Lake Iseo, um, where he is constructing floating piers mile long to an island in the middle of the lake. And it'll just be up for two weeks. Um, and uh, it should be interesting. And this is his first project since his wife, Jean-Claude, died. Um, and it is a pretty massive undertaking. I can't really imagine putting up a mile-long floating pier that is only up for two weeks. That's going to be amazing. So I'm excited about that. And then in July, the um, Travel Bloggers Conference, TBEX, is happening in Stockholm, Sweden. And I'm planning to go there and hoping maybe some of my family can join me on one or two of these trips this year to Europe. Um, that's where I'm going. And then maybe, Vera, you want to talk about some places that you are interested in going? I do. Well, one place that actually I am going to that I didn't mention, and it turns out I'm going there twice this year. I have been there once before, but just driving through is the uh, Berkshires. Yeah. I'm going at the end of the month to take my niece to a spa um, called the Cranwell, and we're very excited about that. And then go, we're renting a house there next summer with family, and it's on a lake, and we're very excited to... Um, to go to the Edith Wharton house and some of the other literary houses there, and as well as the um, theater festivals, because mm. we have quite a theater-going crowd in my family, and the Williamstown Festival is supposed to be great, as is the Shakespeare Festival, so I'm very excited about going there for the first time. Um, that sounds terrific. And... In turn, oh, so for where should other people go? Is that the question? <laughs> <laughs> I think that other people should go to the Winter Festival in Quebec this oh. year. Uh, it starts at the end of the month, and you can stay in the Ice Hotel, which sounds amazing. And they have giant snow slides, skating, um, you know, dog sleds festivals and fireworks and concerts and all sorts of things and um, it just sounds fantastic to me. It does every year but I've never made it up there. I think other people should go there. <laughs> and someday you will. Yes, I will. Um, and for me, what I have my eye on um, is Ireland. It's a place that I have never been myself um, despite all my traveling and despite my family being from Ireland. Um, I've never managed to get there. But I've been uh, reading a bit about it lately, and they have a new program for young people, um, the birth birthright trips. So Irish Americans will be invited to stay for two weeks for free. Um, this is for people between the ages of 18 and 26. And so this is a brand new program that is supposed to launch this year. So. Keep an eye out for that if you. So Irish American is pretty broadly defined, right? Uh, yes. For Ireland. I don't Ireland. know. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they are going to be defining that uh, within the program. The details have not come out, so um, so I'm keeping an eye on that. Because you know, I could be Irish. Could you? Not, well, 
Maybe. <laughs> what? Are you 18 to 26? Maybe. It's a podcast. <laughs> I am. Um, very cool. So there are two places we think you should go or at least look into. Um, and then finally, we want to end this broadcast or this uh, episode with something that we've seen this week that we think is super cool. And you'll be shocked, but it involves Belgium. Um, it is Visit Brussels' new marketing program. Yes. In the wake of uh, all the, the issues last fall with the shootings in France and the lockdown they had in Brussels following that, um, tourism has been way down. And it, uh, although things are, are back to normal there, it's hard to convince folks that um, that it's a safe place to go. So they've got a new program called Call Brussels, uh, where they have set up phones in three of the, the public squares in Brussels, and they have a live cam on those three phones. And you can go to, I think it's call.brussels, I'll check the website, um, and uh, you can watch the live cam, and then you can place a call, and it will go to that, um, that phone booth. And anyone walking by can pick up the phone and tell you how things are in Brussels right now. Um, it's, it's really fun. I've been enjoying just watching the cameras today. I couldn't get the uh, call to work. Um, but it is www.call.brussels. So hopefully we'll, we'll get a call in later, uh, later today. Um, and you should give it a try. Because Brussels is one of our favorite places. Brussels is... <laughs> Definitely one of our favorite places. We've written an ebook about visiting Brussels with your family. It's available on Amazon. And we have a blog uh, called BelgiumWithKids.com that is chock full of information about traveling in, in Belgium and Brussels. So hopefully you can visit Brussels yourself. But if you can't, why don't you just call them? Call Brussels. <laughs> Oh, check it out. Check Make it someone out. eat a waffle for you. <laughs> yeah. They have one of the cameras is on Place Blaget, which oh, is that where has the they have the best treats, treats yes. in the world, right? If we're mm -hmm. in Brussels or no. in Belgium. Whatever. They're probably yeah. the best in the world. They're good. I They're mean. really good. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our first episode. We would love to get some input from you guys and see if you have any questions or travel issues you'd like us to tackle. Uh, and see you next time. Yeah, you can find our website at www.allovermap.travel uh, or our blog at allovermap.net. And you can email us at travel at allovermap.net. Happy travels! <laughs>